Hey guys, what's happening? Um, welcome to the Create Me Podcast with your host, Ike Headlam. So this is going to be episode 49 of the podcast, and it's with local artist Jay Christie. If you're familiar with the podcast, I spoke with Jay last year, just briefly at the Christmas at the Anatomy Room special episode. So it's kind of cool to kind of expand on that chat with Jay. Definitely good people, and definitely a uh, good chat that I know you guys will enjoy. So that's enough from me, and I'll catch up with you guys at the end. All right, see you soon. Hello and welcome to the Creamy Podcast. This is going to be episode 49 from the Night Moon Studio Space. And today, um, today's guest is Jay Christie. He's a local artist based in Aberdeen. How's it going, Jay? Good day, Cap. I'm good, yeah. man. Yeah. Cheers. Yeah, thanks for coming on. And like, I think pre- like listeners will probably know you previously from the Christmas at the Night Moon special. A little snippet chat with a you. A snippet with a high yeah. pitched voice. Yeah, like I was <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it was all good and it's like thank you for being a part of that day as well, you know. No, really thanks, appreciate man. that. Yeah, it was really a big cool. deal for me that actually. Yeah, yeah. It meant a lot. It was okay. the first time I'd kind of been invited along to a kind of creative community space to do something oh, like okay. that. Oh, okay. Only ever done things on my own, so uh, yeah. it's cool meeting other people. But hopefully that'll be the start of it now, isn't I it? I think like, so. Yeah, 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 I think yeah. so. That'd be really cool if it does kind of like lead on to more kind of opportunities for you to yeah, like yeah. show your work. It's, it, it actually just even hooking up with the four people that were well, five actually yeah. people that were there yeah. uh, on Instagram and meeting their followers and yeah. that was really cool. Yeah, it was good. That's really cool. Uh, one thing as well, like. Um, you're, you're not originally from Aberdeen, I forgot. Are you from before? Where are you from? I am from... I was going to say I'm born in Dundee, yeah, okay. but I shouldn't say that in Aberdeen. Oh, so okay. up here. <laughs> well, you've been there for, like, what, 17, 18 years? Yeah, 18 yeah. years. Yeah. I, was brought up in, I was brought up in Glenrothes mm-hmm. in Fife, which is a, like a new town. Um, new towns new towns were like... They built the... When they knocked down the Glasgow tenements in the 1950s, they built, like, five new towns. Okay. Planned five new towns. And and kind of... All these dispossessed Glasgow regions moved moved all over Scotland. (laughs) So that's what Glenrothes was. It was a new town. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. So it's... And and being a new town, it didn't have, like, tons of culture in it. It was just... It's like housing estate after housing estate after yeah. housing estate. Because <laughs> that's one thing I was going to ask you about, like, your kind of early kind of like creative you know, influences in your childhood and that kind of what inspired you or kind of like, you know, to be an artist. God, my inspirations. So I grew up in the 80s. Um, I guess my, I, my dad and granddad mm-hmm. are, uh, they were both amateur artists. Okay. Um, and so I guess you could say I come from a... a, a kind of a long genetic line of amateur artists <laughs> and their um their work was always hanging around in the house mm-hmm. which was quite cool yeah. i think that's a uh, looking back i think that's an interesting part of my childhood actually yeah. was seeing real handmade hand-painted mm-hmm. authentic art in yeah. the house that wasn't a print or something it was yeah. somebody done, tried to do something real yeah. and spent a lot of time looking at my granddad's uh, landscapes and and just just loved them and I guess that so that was that was my er, really early influence yeah yeah and those things and um, I guess uh, do you remember Heartbeat 
Yeah, Tony yeah, Hart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tony Hart was a big, a big influence for and me. morph as well. Morph, <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I was because Tony Hart used to show. Um, he had like a gallery. Okay. Do you remember that? And the, so he did his own stuff where he'd draw yeah. like a landscape or a charcoal yeah. or some cool thing he did mm-hmm. with like blowing ink on the thing. Yeah. And then he'd go in and we'll switch over to the gallery and yeah. be all art that kids had sent in. That oh, yeah, I remember that, in. yeah. They had that music in the background, yeah, didn't they? It was just a yeah. slow pan across yeah. the room. <laughs> yeah. You could just see all these pictures and I was like... And so I used to send things into that all the time. Right, did you ever get anything featured, do you think? I right? did, yes. Oh, so nice I got one, a right. scorpion. I right. was... I think I was about eight years old. Okay. And uh, it was just captured yeah. in, the, in the slow pan in the, yeah. in the screen. So, yeah, I guess that was an early influence to what, um, what, I, kinda, what I could do. Yeah. I, was, I, was, I kind of knew I could do creative things. I could mm-hmm. do, draw and paint and stuff like that yeah. from quite an early age. Okay. And did that kind of like um, kind of move further on when you went to like academy as well? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I had great art teachers mm-hmm. uh, and... Um, I've just always kind of been compelled to to, to create images, to create pictures, yeah. mostly from uh, my in, uh, from my imagination. Okay, uh, right. it's not a. I was never really into copying things, and right. I guess maybe because I was never great at actually physically copying things, yeah. or they were never good enough in my mind. Mm-hmm. So I just always thought if I do it from my imagination, yeah, I've always done that. And I had books at home, and um, my. Mum was a teacher, so she always had uh, art books lying about the house. She wasn't an art teacher, she yeah. was a primary school teacher. Okay. But she was really encouraging. She always had art supplies for us. and Yeah. Uh, I think Van Gogh was a big, big uh, thing. Big, yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the Glenrothes, because it was a new town, didn't have a, a gallery. Oh, yeah. And there was no, no uh, kind of gallery art anywhere yeah. really, that I ever saw as a kid. Mm. Uh, the libraries had a limited, maybe two foot wide stack of art books <laughs> and that was it really there wasn't really much to look at so at home I had Van Gogh I had um, post-impressionist book mm-hmm. I had a book about uh, Egon Schiel oh, yeah. he was a he was a big influence uh, and yeah that, that carried me right through until kind of my mid-teens and, okay. and at that point I was deciding yeah no I'm going to go to art college yeah I'm going to do something with this. And so what art college did you decide to go and study when you kind of finished school and stuff? Well, when I finished school, uh, in my, I was lucky in my sixth year, I was given a chance to... I say given a chance, I had a bunch of subjects. One of them was uh, building a portfolio for art school and yeah. I managed to somehow wang my way to drop all the other subjects and just right. focus exclusively on that. <laughs> I don't know how they kept me there, but they yeah. did. So I got a... Almost a, a solid half year building a portfolio, really? uh, right. and and I, my my main focus was to go to Dundee. Yeah, that's really where I wanted to go to Duncan mm-hmm. and Johnston. Uh, and, you know, but I would have gone. To be honest, I would have gone anywhere in, yeah. in Scotland. Yeah, at least. yeah. Um, so yeah, I put in there and I got in there. Okay. Luckily, right. uh, did a couple of weekend classes too. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, around that same time, around my fifth and sixth years. Uh, you know, life drawing and yeah. the type of thing they tell you you need to do, yeah, yeah. need to have in your portfolio yeah. in case they get in. Bowl of fruit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. I did all that stuff. All right. And uh, yeah, and then I got into Duncan Johnson for some weird reason. It just didn't, it didn't click with me, the whole okay. place. All right. 
was it the kind of the teaching structure of it or was it just the environment for you but you're thinking like I'm not really ready for this or you wasn't really feeling it in that sense I think so. you know I've thought about it a lot right. and I could have portioned I mean, I've tried to portion blame about everyone else but yeah. it was actually just me I think oh, it was because okay. I, I, I got a, a Scottish student loan mm-hmm. oh, it's my first time away I discovered the LSD mm. I was smoking I was just going wild yeah know? so time away from home yeah. a lot of opportunities yeah I think I needed to grow yeah, yeah. first before so, I focused on yeah so it was probably just bad maybe I could say bad timing because mm-hmm. um, I guess I've always thought I, w- I wish I'd actually focused and, and done that done yeah. that four year solid yeah yeah um, but you can't look back too yeah. much you know yeah and after kind of Dundee what was the kind of like um, the next kind of step for you then in terms of your like creativity I was I had in my head that I just wasn't cut out for this structure. Yeah. And I'm just going to do my own thing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to be, I'm going to be an artist. And so I spent uh, a year trying to just like muddle buying in Glenrothes. Yeah. Uh, and like I was saying, there was no galleries. There was no, there was no real way to grow. Yeah. I, I I remember distinctly like just being frustrated and going, what am I doing? Yeah. I need to get out and go do something again and I decided that I'm going to go back to art school I'm going to go to Edinburgh yeah and I applied and I got lucky a second time (laughs) Uh, and um, but this time I decided I was going to stay in Glenrothes stay at home okay just travel in and travel in so that you know I I was my idea was I'd just limit distractions (laughs) and leave there and just focus on the work thing which I I did for the most part but as it came towards the end of that, again, I was I was just finding myself not wanting to do what people told me. Oh, okay. I just yeah. wasn't... I didn't want to draw like that. I didn't want to stand in and do that and I didn't do this. And that just was just a bit frustrated. Yeah. I mean, I had moments for... I did a... Uh, it was illustration, I remember, mm-hmm. doing a, 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 a part of the course was an illustration. Yeah. And I loved that. Mm-hmm. I really... That felt great for me yeah. I was like this feels quite natural okay um, but I threw all the way again and you didn't finish that I one. didn't finish that again <laughs> right. yeah that was me I was off on my own again floating right. about yeah. um, moving around uh, Edinburgh Dundee Glenrothes mm. eventually I still had some friends from school who were up in Aberdeen yeah and they uh, gave me the Chance. To, I say they gave me the chance. They gave me a couch. Yeah. They gave me a chance right. to get out of yeah. the office and just taste something different. Yeah. And you, so I moved up here. Okay. And just made a go of life up mm-hmm. here, basically. Yeah. Um, for a long time though, it was uh, I was twenty one, twenty two, maybe when I came up here. And I wasn't until I met my wife when I was about twenty six, mm-hmm. twenty seven. I felt I was starting to really get myself a bit more together okay on the right track a bit yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and she yeah. I mean she focused me she's so amazing yeah. she's always been like a real f- good fo- for focusing oh, okay. you know what I mean would you say like you could be like the eternal kind of procrastinator um no no okay. not procrastinate because right. I I, I tend to do things I, I, what I'm not as a finisher oh, okay. so I'm, I'm the opposite of that maybe I, I'll start something and move on quite yeah. quickly uh, right. something else have you ever finished that thing that you started before yeah. so there's a 
a, a, a trail of half-finished things lying behind in okay. my wake. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and she, anyway, she'd uh, she'd been working uh, up in Aberdeen and got a job down in Edinburgh. Yeah. Followed her back down to Edinburgh. Okay. She was working in, for Canongate Books right. and she was working uh, with a graphic designer uh, who was helping her design the books up and um, she said to me, well, why don't you use... You've been doing this for so long. Yeah. You know, you've obviously got some some skills somewhere. You just need to apply yourself. Why don't you try this? Yeah. Graphic yeah. Design. And to be honest, I had never touched a computer really right. until that Aye. point. I was yeah. like, I don't think I could, Aye. but I'll give it a try. Yeah. And I got a, a, a work placement with a graphic designer mm-hmm. um, called Emma down there. And she gave me two days. Uh, in her studio and realised that actually I could still draw and I could still yeah. you know, do illustrated things mm-hmm. and mess around on the computer with them yeah. at a very basic level albeit uh, and the, I, I kind of felt like you know maybe I could make this work maybe yeah. I could I could still be a creative person and you know working in an office or something this yeah. could work yeah maybe this could work so I uh, spent a bit of time Really changing everything about myself, and okay. and uh, I d- did a course. Moved back to Aberdeen. Yeah, done a lot of back and forth. <laughs> back to Aberdeen. Did a course at Aberdeen College, uh, and that just—I think I was coming up towards thirty when I completed that course. Oh, okay, right. so I felt I was getting on, and yeah. I just needed to nail it. Yeah, yeah, I needed to find something. And this time you did finish this course. I finished yeah. it. <laughs> I finished it, and I got a yeah. job. Yeah. Uh, and I, the, the whole time I was still painting mm-hmm. in, in in the evenings. I was still um, doing what I considered as like traditional kind of art yeah. practices, mm-hmm. uh, and and to, trying to bring those as much as I could yeah. into the graphic design world that I'd you know come into entered. And I kind of thought they were a bit more closely associated yeah. when I started than I do now. After 10 years, 11 years, uh, I see them as... They're, de- they're de- definitely different practices. Yeah, yeah. And I have to have a bit of a s- kind of split personality to do... Oh, yeah, that kind of... To do yeah, them both, yeah. yeah. One thing I wanted to kind of ask you about, like, your own kind of creative practice, what kind of themes are kind of incorporated in your work at the moment? Just now, yeah. I um Well... The environment's really just come to the fore mm-hmm. for me. I guess it's just—it's a really important topic. It's on a lot of people's lips. It's—it's mm-hmm. uh, it's quite worrying what's going on, you know, yeah, yeah. around the world. Mm-hmm. And our just blinkers seem to be on about so many different things. Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. it's not that I'm an environmentalist mm-hmm. in any way, shape, or form, but my appreciation for what's round about me yeah. the natural environment yeah, has yeah. like massively increased so that's really what's uh, that's kind of what's captured my imagination just yeah. now that's kind of where I'm taking my practice is looking into all these kind of natural mm-hmm. influences okay um, cool. but you know I've I say this just now, yeah. I'm on this podcast talking about this, yeah. in two months time I could have <laughs> gone back to do something else <laughs> <laughs> you know but just now it just feels right. Yeah. Um, uh, I've been working working in woodcuts mm-hmm. over the last uh, about two months now, yeah. and that was a progression from 
working in lino cuts, which right. I I love the directness of lino cut yeah. printing and stuff. Wood cuts, I feel we can get maybe a little bit more um, layered textures and things like okay. that. And there's a few more things wood throws into the picture that you 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 know they're. The, the grain and, and the way it's split and yeah. things, sometimes it's, it's beyond your control entirely, mm-hmm. beyond my control at okay. least, because right. I'm not like a master technician uh, so, <laughs> but I kind of like those things I like, yeah. I like when things don't go exactly the way I, I thought they would mm-hmm. I think like, for me like, I remember when I first met you last year like before the Christmas at the Netherlands event and you said to me like, you know, it's got like loads of work and I think you, mm-hmm. you, you describe me as a person that kind of just needs to kind of create yeah, it's almost kind of like an outlet for you. Compulsion. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. yeah, that's how I see it. Yeah, yeah. it's like, uh, you know, I've kind of got. I I feel like I'm like 40 years old now, and I feel okay. like I've got a view in the world, that, yeah. and I recognise that it's it's my own view. It's a unique view. Yeah. And it's hard to communicate. I'm not great with words. Right. Um, I'm definitely not a musician. Okay. <laughs> you know, it's it, it's hard to communicate. Those things that you feel, yeah, um, but you need to, you know, as a human being, it's all about making connections and bridges oh, with yeah. other humans. Yeah, absolutely. And it yeah. just feels natural to uh, to create imagery, to create art, and try and build those bridges. Yeah, and um, for me, that's like my form of communication. Yeah, and uh, it's not always clear. It's not <laughs> always. Uh, it makes sense to you. You know what? Yeah, it makes sense in. to me. Yeah. And I, you know. If one or two people pick up on it and it starts a conversation or, or you know, they're into the same thing, yeah. that's kind of just what I'm looking for in life. Okay. Yeah. No, no, I guess that's why I do it. I yeah. don't have this mad drive to be a, a famous artist yeah. or anything. It's, yeah. it's just something I do. Yeah, I think... Um, Kind of my kind of perception of you, I think like you've just been kind of like in Aberdeen creating stuff, but quietly is bubbling away and just doing your own thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, I yeah. think like, you know, I was really kind of happy that I said before when you kind of got involved with the Christmas, mm-hmm. Christmas at the Natural Room stuff. And then I think like, you know, for you, it was kind of like a bit of a step forward as well, kind of pushing yourself out of your comfort zone a bit. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. That is one thing I would say that yeah. I've, over the years, I've held back on pushing myself yeah. out into unknown territories. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so the, the Christmas at Night yeah. was the first time I'd come out and shown a lot of my uh, pictures. Okay. And I tried to limit it to two years, backdated okay. two years, yeah. that was it. Right. Uh, so, is, so was this kind of first time you kind of, in some sense, exhibited your work as well? I, like, I have exhibited okay. before, cool. yeah. Right. Um, in uh, a gallery down in Montrose mm-hmm. showed some of my work. Yeah. Didn't sell any of it, yeah. but showed some of it, which was really cool. Yeah. Uh, and the odd place here and there I've sold one or two works yeah. people I know um, kind of local exhibitions that you stick things in at Christmas time yeah. and stuff but nothing I never really pursued it yeah. do you know what it was I never really thought it was any, uh, good enough I was oh, always okay. I was right. always thinking this work is, is is okay but I could do better okay so I'll wait till I get that better bit before yeah. I show it. Right. So you think you could be probably like a bit hard on yourself then? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, looking back, yeah. 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 It's once you start to show things to people, you realise how hard you are on yourself because they people tell you they like it, yeah. and and you're thinking, God, I, I, that did get across what I meant. Yeah. And yeah. it wasn't as bad as I thought because that did build that bridge and that yeah. part of communication started. Yeah. Um, it's a 
I guess it's like a snowball effect. I think, yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, a lot of kind of, like, stuff comes up in the podcast about people um, who are, like, local creators saying, like, you know, like that and imposter kind of syndrome a bit. And mm-hmm. I kind of wonder, do you ever kind of get to that kind of stage of thinking, like, oh, this is not kind of like, oh, no, what am I doing and stuff? Like, you know, like, <laughs> do you ever get to that point where you actually compare yourself, you see something online and you're like, oh, wow, that's really amazing and stuff, but my stuff's not that good. Why would, you know... Oh, yeah, yeah. constantly. Okay. Constantly, right. yeah. I, I mean... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I think the imposter thing, I don't know if anyone really ever gets over thinking that yeah. they're really an, an, you know, an artist or whatever you want mm-hmm. to say. I think probably everyone always feels a little bit deep down that, 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 that they're kind of pulling the wool over some people's eyes, you know, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Little bit. That's yeah. just what I think, I mean, yeah. it might not be true. Mm-hmm. But um, the other side of the scale is, though, you know, you're the only person that can really say whether or not you're an artist. Yeah. You're yeah. the only person. It's yeah. not up to anyone else to decide that. And there's that sick world of you now, like, saying, well, you know, even though you're a graphic designer and that's, like, your paid job, but mm-hmm. your real passion is that you're an artist. You do that sick, does that sit well of you? Yeah, I'm starting to accept it a bit okay. more now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm starting to accept more. Talking about it helps. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to talk to people like you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah it does. Um, the, the, the weird thing, I think, is, is the graphic design side yeah. of my life. The uh, I've all, I kind of always equated that to being like, a, you know, like a, a musician, like yeah. a like a conductor in an orchestra. That's like graphic design. Yeah. You're kind of conducting all these little bits. You've got mm-hmm. like the violins is like the typography. Yeah. You've got the oboes is, mm-hmm. is the photography. You've probably not created it all, but you're p- trying to pull it Put all it together, together into yeah. this kind of whatever symphony, whatever you want to call it. That's like graphic design. Yeah. And my art side, that's like going off to be like a jazz musician <laughs> freestyle freestyle yeah, yeah. nights yeah you know yeah. that's what that feels like so they're both related because it's music or it's yeah. art yeah. or it's visual communications or whatever you want mm-hmm. to call it they're both related but yeah. different approaches mm-hmm. and I've always found that that over the last 10 years has been a hard thing to to balance yeah. and justify as well yeah. for myself and like, how do you kind of keep yourself kind of motivated? Because I think like, you know, me, you're thinking like you're a very kind of like warm person and stuff. You're very kind of like, you know, oh, chilled you. out, like kind of like <laughs> approach to the life. And that. But how do you keep yourself going? Like, do you ever have some days and you're just like, oh. Like, like other than shitloads of coffee. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how do I keep myself going? I guess I just uh, increasingly, it sounds a bit doer, yeah. but um, uh, I don't think about it all the time, right. but death. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's you know it's there you've yeah. only got one life and yeah. I guess it's never wars yeah so it's yeah. gonna happen and yeah. time is a ticking mm-hmm. I, I guess that's that's the one thing that usually bolsters me to get my arse into gear and get okay. something done yeah is I'm just like shit man you've got these ideas mm-hmm. you need to get on with them yeah you, you, it doesn't matter if you're a little bit tired get on with it man mm-hmm. and usually nine times out of ten I feel good that I've done it oh okay you know right. I've pushed myself that night or that weekend yeah. or uh, um, yeah usually and now it's rare that the reservoir runs, runs dry you yeah, know yeah there's always ideas bubbling away sketchbooks I've got loads of sketchbooks yeah that's a big thing is uh, I think um, just sit down and, and let my mind run yeah I don't often if I've got a, th- a theme that I'm kind of focused on, like just now it's in environmental nature, yeah. 
things. Mm-hmm. That is a, like a rough outline of where I'll be, but I'll mess around with ink and, and brushes and just see what comes out. And, yeah. and, and what, see what it's funny because I think I go out and walk about and look at everything, like it's like a Hoover sucking things up okay. your eyes. Right, you know, yeah. and just like it's like osmosis, just pick everything up, yeah. go and let it brew about in your head for a while, and then do other things yeah. and then I sit down with a blank page and just let it come out and see okay. what comes out Aye. and that's uh, it, you could say it's therapeutic but it's also a really good starting point for loads of stuff mm-hmm. for me Yeah, it's like oh no it looks good and I'll maybe run off 10, 12 pages of really rough rubbish looking things mm-hmm. and something in there just is nice so it just stands out for you yeah right? something that's nice and I'll take yeah. that theme that thread and walk with it Yeah, and I don't get too tied into having to it be exact because I know it's come out of me mm, so that's yeah. the only thing that ties it all together yeah yeah absolutely mm-hmm. and I guess like you know you said that you kind of you know kind of dabbled in doing the like lino kind of mm-hmm. printing stuff and woodcutting yeah you know, and I guess, was you doing it at Peacock I've seen some posts yeah. at Peacock's quite a bit yeah, yeah. Peacock's is a cool really yeah. cool space man mm-hmm. I love it there yeah I, I yeah. really love it it's a big bright studio Folks that work there are just cool. Yeah. It's nice. Yeah. And and it's nice to bump into like 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 I was saying, I've been on my own for so long doing yeah. things in my spirit. Yeah. yeah, you meet other people, yeah. other artists, you realise they're not yeah. so bad, they're so scary. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they're just like plodding along trying to do their thing too. Yeah. And it's kinda cool to go there and yeah. see that. So yeah, print uh I've been in since before Christmas though. Okay. So right. it's been a, a month and a bit since I've yeah. been in there. I've got ideas though. I've got oh, okay. uh, some etchings and oh, some it, things I want to try out. It does. It definitely does seem like you know, like you know, last year and this year, you're definitely pushing yourself to get out there more. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, this is this is part of me okay. trying to go out and do stuff. Yeah. yeah. Chat to more people. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a side as well. I mean, I love my gra- I love doing graphic design. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's really cool, but I, I do feel increasingly mo- more like I've been doing that like eleven years, yeah. and it's great. Yeah. But I feel like the more artistic, the the, the jazz uh, uh, saxophonist has to yeah. come out a bit more. You know? that, you can and push yourself and yeah, challenge yourself. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to see where I could really take this. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, yeah. that's that's what I'd like to do. So, you know, this this year ahead of me, I, I've got loose really loose kind of plans mm-hmm. uh, for what I'd like to do, for like what I'd like to do in terms of pushing yeah. myself yeah. Um, uh, not for the art it, yeah. like I say it just comes yeah. it's naturally kind of yeah. like that yeah and I guess like you know you're probably you're probably sure as a person that you don't kind of put that pressure on yourself say I need to produce this I need to do this by this time you kind of kind of almost like do you go with the flow a bit yeah, go with yeah, the flow. Yeah. I mean, I get people asking me for things, yeah. for prints, have you got any of these, you got any of those? Yeah. And uh, if I don't, I don't. I yeah. just say, sorry, that's yeah. it. I've got other stuff, don't yeah. I? Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't feel inclined to go back on myself and yeah. reprint things. It's always moving forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, once it's done, it's done. Mm-hmm. And I've kind of... That's another thing I've always felt. That little moment that bit of creative energy put in maybe you printed 50 yeah. prints maybe you printed 5 yeah but that's that and that's it done yeah and that's that and then on to the next and I move on to the next yeah. thing yeah 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 and it's it's kind of I think that's a, not a bad thing in life I think sometimes mm-hmm. you get can keep getting hung up in the past and yeah, yeah. maybe hung up in a style that you always yeah. you're used to doing or that other people like or yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know. That's just how I am. Yeah. And like, you know, for you, like, do you have a website at the moment? No, I'm okay. actually building one oh, just okay. now, right. but cool. I, I, it's never good enough. <laughs> 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 you know? And I'm rubbish at uh, uh, explaining things. That, yeah. I mean, I wish it could just all be my images, and I, and I do like that, but I get yeah. other people need to know a little bit about you. Yeah, you need to do about the so, bio stuff. And yeah, that, a yeah. little bit about yeah. it. It's kind of it's a mess, right. basically. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm rubbish at lying off. So just, it's too long. <laughs> I keep cutting that back. Right. And also, the work I show on it, I keep thinking, is that really what you want to show? Because you're moving forward into new things. Yeah. Like, why show your old stuff? Yeah, yeah. It's weird. If you never put your old stuff up, you'll never get anywhere, you know? Yeah, yeah. So I just want to show people stuff. I just want to, yeah. to you know, show, show things to people. I think that's a really cool approach to actually have. You know, this is kind of really like, well, it's almost like, you know, you kind of put a website together and say, oh, this is kind of me, this is Jake Christie, this is what I do, like, this this piece may look different from the other one. And, yeah. and then, you know, further down the line, you have more pieces of work that's going to look completely different yeah. from what you first put up as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's probably what's going to happen. Yeah. Hopefully. And then, um, I mean, I do need to put a, a stopper on it, so, like, I'm aiming for the end of this month. Yeah. But <laughs> that's a definite. Yeah. Um, but just now, Instagram's really just my main... Uh, outlet on in, in, in cyberspace yeah. for sh- for showing my work. That's awesome. And like, where can people find you online? Like, I know you're on Instagram. Are you on Facebook as well? No, no. Right. Uh, I I just couldn't ever really get into Facebook. Yeah, yeah. You know? uh, or Twitter, r- okay. rudely. Yeah. Uh, so just Instagram seems okay. seems the right space. Yeah. And it's uh, J Christie at mm-hmm. uh, Instagram. Yeah. So J A Y E. Okay. Cool. And. Is there anything else kind of planned for the rest of the year? I guess it's kind of like you go, you go as, as and when. Yeah. Yeah. Nail website. Yeah, website. <laughs> yeah. Nail website. Um, I'm working on a group of woodcut prints just now. Yeah. Hopefully, I can get those out and about a few places in Aberdeen, mm-hmm. cafes, Edinburgh, uh, Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I really enjoyed the, doing the fair here. Yeah. You yeah. know, I love meeting people as much yeah. as showing and selling my work. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's something I really want to do. Cool. Explore this year. That's really good. I don't know. Maybe Etsy. Yeah. Uh, maybe Etsy. We'll see. Okay. You have to get that's another thing. You have to get set up as well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like I like making the art. Yeah. I hate all the other stuff. You just get someone else to kind of do those little bits. That would be ideal. Yeah. That yeah. would be ideal. But no, Jay, thank you for coming on the podcast. No, I really enjoyed it. I was really looking forward to this chat as well, so I'm really glad you came on. Oh, it was a real pleasure to be invited. Yeah, no yeah. worries, yeah. I really enjoyed it again. And yeah, that was episode 49. I can't believe it was episode 49. Jeez. <laughs> Crazy how much episodes there so far. <laughs> so yeah, um, thanks again, Jay, for coming on the podcast as well. I hope you guys enjoyed our chat, and we'll catch up with you soon. All right, bye for now. Hey guys, yeah, so I hope you enjoyed um, the chat with Jay Christie. I really appreciate um, the opportunity to get into catch up with Jay. I really like his work. So thank you, Jay, for coming on the podcast and sharing your story with the rest of um, you know, Aberdeen's creative community and further afield. Um, it's really cool to you know speak with someone like Jay who's you know so passionate about what he does but you know very much also you know, very much open to kind of exploring different kind of creative avenues so yeah that was really cool um, with Jay to come on 
you know, the podcast. Definitely appreciate it. And yeah, moving forward, next week um, we have mural artist um, Craig Fisher. He currently works at Brewdog. I'm sure you'll be familiar with his work, you know. Um, he's, he's a really cool guy and I really enjoyed that chat as well. So yeah, I think, you know, there's loads of kind of different things happening um, with the podcast. If you follow me on Instagram, you see me kind of teasing about, you know, the free guest hosts that we kind of getting involved and kind of taking over um, hosting duties while I'm away changing um, nappies and stuff. So I really look forward to kind of introducing, you know, these familiar um, guest hosts um, for you guys to kind of tune into and, you know, and just kind of see, like, it'd be interesting to kind of, you know, their, get their perspective on creativity and culture in Aberdeen. So I think you guys will um, definitely enjoy those chats with the guest hosts when they kind of, you know, interview local creatives. So, yeah, that's enough for me. I'll catch up with you guys on episode 50 with Craig Fisher next week. All right, bye for now.